Hello and welcome to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast produced by me, Fraser McGrew, for Aleph Insights. In this series of podcasts, we take a look at interesting topics and discuss what we think they tell us about analysis and decision making. I'm here with Chris Ragg, Jordan Fermanis and Nick here of Aleph Insights. And this week we're discussing Prime Ministers Who Party. Um, Nick. Yeah, well, when we think of political parties, we don't normally <laughs> think that they involve dancing and uh, drinking. Um, well, maybe we do. Um, there, Finland right. has uh, very young brackets for a prime minister, um, uh, pri- prime minister uh, called Sanna Marin. Yeah. 36. Yeah, I remember this. Go on. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, she was recently filmed, mm. if you can credit it, mm. dancing. <gasps> And enjoying herself. What? At a party. A prime minister? <laughs> yeah. Actually just having fun, letting letting go a bit. Mm. Um, obviously, the population of Finland were outraged. No, they weren't. Apparently, I bet, apparently I bet things were like, this is fine. Well, but... apparently they did receive what are described as dozens of complaints. I, I don't know who you complain <laughs> to. Whether you complain, whether you ring up the, the Finnish parliament or something. Yeah. I'd like to complain about my prime minister having fun. I wonder what the fun. Finnish equivalent is of, of Tunbridge Wells. But anyway, keep going. But it, yeah, so um, uh, she was unapologetic, mm. saying, I am human, and I too sometimes long for joy, light and fun amidst these dark clouds. <laughs> <laughs> seems a very Finnish way of putting things to me. Yeah. Um, but it does raise the question, actually, um, okay, I, I obviously, personally, I've got no problem with her partying at all. But um, it actually, do we expect something different from our leaders mm-hmm. um should they be enjoying themselves in public mm-hmm. should they be enjoying themselves in private maybe but mm-hmm. not in public or, or perhaps should they be not really enjoying themselves at all get back to work there's a homeless person in helsinki yeah and well you know uh, is it right that you're out having fun when you should be at reading briefs Yes. Or whatever it is you do if you're a prime minister. Yes. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So so that's that's the question really, is is was Sanna Marin out of line or is she just actually just perfectly okay? Or something in between? I'm worried because is this going to be a really simple podcast, a quick one? Because I mean instinctively one just feels, yeah, of course that's fine. Not a problem. Um, well, I may have some I may cause you to have a <laughs> sort of small rethink at some point. Okay. Um, and just thinking about, you know, let's say uh, footage emerged of Chris Ragg um, yeah. at a party, letting it all go, having a dance and a chat and a drink. And again, I would just feel that's OK. I'd be shocked. <laughs> I, I would be. <laughs> I think let... it was a deep fake. Yeah. And, you know, our prime minister is different from the rest of us as well, because yeah. we probably think it's all OK for us to have a, you know, to let our hair down. Um, Jordan. Well, yeah, I think the crucial thing is Chris isn't yet prime minister no um but i think yeah i don't think it's 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 not wrong or sort of being a you know fuddy-duddy to expect that um there's a level of sort of seriousness that comes with being prime minister especially on the international stage but mm. i think it's also about what finland might want to project you know they've got this young prime minister mm. um they're very close to russia mm. um which is obviously um you know quite Authoritarian, so maybe mm. it's in their interest even to project themselves as this kind of carefree, um, you know, diverse kind of you know, fun-loving country. So I think there's 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 probably maybe a, a potentially a political angle there as, as well. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I th- uh, Chris, yeah? Well, I think there's also an element of, um, of what it means to have gravitas, right, mm. which, um, which we tie up in the notion of leadership. So if you think about the Queen, for example, mm. um, she, on the odd occasion, she, she sort of let her hair down for the public, right? If you think of the Paddington Bear thing or mm. the, the James Bond thing for mm. the Olympics. However, that was the tiny, tiniest minority of her public image, right? And, and it was so notable because it was so out of character. And there's an element, I think, around leadership, which is tied up in, in this notion of gravitas. And, this, and, and to me, what that means is an element of apartness, an element of, um, of having very high standards. In the same way as you don't want to see your parents dancing at your school disco, mm. you don't necessarily want to see your prime minister dancing at the disco and and that in some way it undermines it's not just about is it morally right for them to party no that's fine we just don't want to see it thank you and we want to pretend it doesn't exist for for a reason that um is to do with uh i suppose wanting to put leaders on a pedestal um and make them not like you you don't want to see them falling over when they're drunk you know you you want to see them being serious and and stateswoman like yeah but i but now and so i i agree but the question is um whether that is uh, well okay i wonder if it's one of those things where you sort of feel like well i'm not personally affected by this but lots of other people are and so i think it's important for them to you know behave themselves in inverted commas um because <clears throat> yeah that's my question really is are we doing it actually because we personally would look down on a, a prime minister who's partying or is it because we think it's 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 not the done thing because other more less astute less insightful people will be affected by it so i mean i suppose i'm saying chris are you do you slightly look down yeah, on no, santa no, marin no, no, no i don't pa- because i think animal. a prime a prime minister is is slightly different but if i think about the queen mm. um like it would really devalue the concept of your head of state if they were frivolous and stupid and if they were going on reality tv shows and you know i mean look at the the matt hancock issue you know admittedly he's taken time off his actual job but i think a lot of people have a problem simply with the fact that you're seeing this person do ridiculous things and they're supposed to not be ridiculous in 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 some way so so yes i am slightly i i find it naff in some way which i can't quite boil well boil that's down what i'm to. interested in boiling down yeah because <laughs> i but, i was thinking about this in the context of like okay we know right now uh, this is not against the law to say this right but we know that the queen must have done a poo from time to time mm, right mm, we know that that's true mm, it's biological fact true um I obviously we don't necessarily want to see a video of it happening, but I think we also like really deep down sort of want to pretend, pretend it doesn't happen. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, and I, I've, so I've sort of been trying to introspect and I am struggling to work out what it is but that I, that, that puts me off. I, and I think we've touched on some things which are related. This thing about your parents yeah. slightly having fun yeah. is an interesting one. Which is and I've quite, got yeah. some other questions about that. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry. We'll bring in Jordan, but also it just strikes me. I think 
it's, it might be difficult for us three, and maybe Jordan as well, he's welcome to this party, he's in the Commonwealth. Um, <laughs> it might be difficult for us to separate, of course, a head of state, um, unusually in the UK, is separated mm. from the head of government. Um, I just think we might be too tied up with our royalty and how we think of them, because if we think about a prime minister, even, we might, even though we might not like to think about Rishi Sunak going to the loo, I doubt it's as, um, as, as off-putting as thinking about the Queen or even King Charles doing that. Um, so That's I think a we're... very unattractive image. <laughs> <laughs> but also... Can we move off the subject of let's defecating get less, Let's get less pathological. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but also thinking about... You know, so even think about Boris Johnson or Liz Truss having, or, or who's Prime Minister now, Rishi Sunak, having a party, it kind of feels okay. I don't particularly want to. Yeah, nobody but, had a problem with Boris Johnson. No, really. that's something <laughs> well, I want to Well, his was just wrong place, yeah. wrong time, yeah, well, wrong time. I want to drill into that a little bit. Um, yeah. And although there are elements of someone, you know, it does go back to it that it's not very becoming as well. I, I just don't feel the same, like, um, uh, instinctive uh, as I would with the royal family, even Prince William, let's say. Anyway, okay, but um, I've got. A, oh, sorry, I think. Jo yeah, we're gonna uh, so we need to. On. I've got. I've got a question, really. But yeah, yeah. Jordan, go. No, for I it. just had some thoughts before we moved on about this idea of you've got, I guess, the the office itself and what that represents, and then you've got these like human beings that inhabit it, and sometimes there's a conflict between those two things. So maybe, but I don't think. You know, like the same way that maybe, you know, President Zelensky was a comedian. I'm sure he had lots of fun before oh. he took office. And then now he's has to be serious and he has to be a president and this sort of thing. So I think something definitely there's a there's a something happens once you become head of state or prime minister where you have to adapt. You have to change your behavior and maybe make yourself less human and less fun yeah but i guess a part of there's always a balance between uh, just your natural instincts as yeah, well and wanting to you know it's a tricky yourself. it's a tricky path to tread because yeah. also as a politician famously you need to be able to connect right mm. and so see, people don't just want an automaton um, and yet they do one who doesn't part i mean it's a tr tricky one uh some, some yeah. yeah so so here are uh, some questions mm. is it okay let's say your your builder <clears throat> has finished work it's 5 p.m they haven't finished the window yet, right? Uh, but they go down the pub and have a good time instead of finishing your window. Perfectly okay? Well, only because, I mean, expectations are so low of builders finishing a job, in my experience, that I wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me. No, it wouldn't bother you. And, and furthermore, you'd think, well, I'm paying you to do the window. I'm not really paying you not to go and have fun. But what about g going down the pub uh, and having fun when your kid is ill at home? Okay. Not as okay, no, no. right? Yeah. Okay, so so you, these are situations where someone's got some responsibility to do something. Before, I'm sure yeah. you have, but <laughs> well, um, take but, it with you, obviously. But it's yeah. less, but it's less okay, right? And I think so. What I was thinking was, I think it boils down to the nature of responsibility and how we interpret that responsibility. Yeah. Um. And I'm not saying there's only two types of responsibility, like parental or and 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 kind and of running a country. Well. Or, well, uh, but it does boil down to what to the nature, I think, partly to the nature of what we think the job of a prime minister is to be. Right, right. now, I, I feel like there's something which is a sort of intrinsic where, where you have a sort of intrinsic um, uh, responsibility, like being a parent. Or I think you could argue the Queen. There's a kind of intrinsic responsibility, which means that you are expected to share in the suffering 
of your mm. people and that you don't deserve to go and have fun while there is one person who's miserable mm. out there. Whereas, whereas if, if, you know, if we think about well, actually the prime minister is just doing a job and we're paying them to do that job and their job is to rock up a parliament, say a few things, you know, sign a few papers, represent us abroad, etc. If we frame it like that, then it becomes it feels more intuitive to me that when they've down tools at half five, mm -hmm. they can do what they like. And mm -hmm. I and I like their responsibility extends only as far as the job they've got. So I feel like here there may be a difference in how we or how people see a prime minister. Yeah. And they might think you're you're neglect you're neglecting your duty, your intrinsic duty as a as a leader. Uh, if you're going to go and have fun, you shouldn't be having fun. It's just not on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a hypothesis there. But I think I'm, because I feel like it partly explains the difference between a queen and a prime minister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then a builder, you know, all responsible yeah. for things. But there's a transactional element at the bottom and there's a more of an intrinsic element at the top. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think you've framed it nicely there. Yeah. There's, a, there's also an interesting question maybe about why having fun would necessarily detract from like, why would we think that someone just enjoying themselves, which we all do in various different ways, why that would mean that they're doing a worse job or that they're not fulfilling their duties? Mm. Like, what about that signals that? Because it's something that we all do. Yeah. And also, what's the opposite of that? Mm. Because let's say footage emerged of the Finnish prime minister sitting in a room on her own crying. <laughs> and... <laughs> You know, yeah. and, and she would say, well, I was crying because I'm really upset about all the homeless people in Helsinki. Fine. Mm. You know, people go, yes, that's <laughs> yeah, what we want. Yeah, good. Good. Perfect. Well done. Job done. Um, Chris, you were going to say something. Well, yeah, I was, I was going to say, well, you know, I suppose it boils down to what what is having having fun uh, and um you know, and what's like you say, what's the contrast to that? And I don't think the contrast is misery. I think mm. the the contrast is a dignified persona right mm. and and so what is what is fun in contrast to that it's the um it, it, it's the um <laughs> the shedding of that that dignity right but not not necessarily but it's it's about um not keeping on the sh the shackles of of um of what is expected of you and um and doing the things you want to do. There's a selfishness about fun. And there's also, um, I'm struggling to reach for the word, willingness to expose your true self to... to authenticity. Well, yeah, authenticity perhaps, yeah. There's a, there's, a, there's a word in the back of my brain that I know that I know matches it. But, but basically, you, you put yourself out there when you're having fun in a way that um, if you're being dignified, you, you don't. So if you want to dance to music and you may dance badly, mm. you know, you go for it, right? And, and people see that, that, uh, that element of you. And whereas when you're being dignified, you're keeping those shutters down yeah, more. So, so you're exposing so. yourself, I, I suppose, um, in a way. Yeah, it's about uh, yeah, being unrestrained. Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, partly it's selfish and partly it's being unrestrained. And I think that that's what fun uh, kind of is. And there's obviously something about that that we don't we don't like seeing. Well, I, I, I'm not sure. Well, it's as simple as um, uh, well, I'll give you some examples of p sort of pursuits and we can think about how, how much it's going to bother us. So, 
just sort of bringing it, bringing it around, because I, I liked your point earlier of what we expect of a prime minister, mm. and I was thinking of a different kind of opposite as well. Well, what do we expect from our rock stars? So yeah. you, you don't want to think about, you, you definitely want Keith Richards to be there partying, mayhem, that, but you would be disappointed to see footage of him sitting down with his accountant, right? And it's, um, it's, it, it's, that, it's what we want, what we expect from certain kinds of mm. figures, isn't it, I think. Um, but Nick, I interrupt you. Go on. That's a go that is a really interesting uh, contrast. And I wonder if it's, well, I'll maybe get on to that. Like, like, what are you, yes, this question of are you exposing a trait, are you signalling a trait, which is genuinely undesirable? Not just we like to think it's undesirable. But so, for example, um, yeah, is drinking and dancing in an unrestrained way, does it expose a certain kind of emotional incontinence, mm. uh, a certain lack of self-restraint, which actually is undesirable? Like if she's going to go and dance and have a glass of wine, how do you know she won't declare war on Latvia? Mm. You know, you never know. Mm. So I, I think, I, and I'm not saying that's true. Obviously, I'm on the side of the partiers here, but, um, but I do think it's fair it's fair to ask that question. Well, this is so. What I was thinking of was like other fun that prime ministers have is is unproblematic. And I'll give you some examples: Ted Heath sailing, mm. uh, Bill Clinton playing the saxophone, Vladimir Putin horse riding, mm. Boris Johnson famously making model buses, something that he's claims oh, really? to have been into. Okay. There is there is a there is a, a a theory that he said that in order to. Um, in order to bury uh, links about the Boris bus. But oh, really? anyway, okay. the, but anyway, the point is that I don't think anyone re really objects to those. And yet they're, they're all examples of having fun, but they're all examples of having fun which don't really involve attributes or traits or behavior which you might imagine was undesirable in a, in a prime minister. So, so yes, yeah, so I'm not saying I'm not saying it's correct, but I, I am saying it's fair to ask that question. And your example of the rock star actually really made me think, well, actually, not just do we expect them to be emotionally like the point of an artist, perhaps, is to expose their emotions. They're actually meant to do that. And if it turned out in private, they were, you know, uh, kind of just interested in making different types of cheese or something. Mm. It might reveal that it's a sham. Mm. There might it might feel like there was a there was a kind of mismatch. It's a hypoc that we're not seeing the authentic them. Yeah, yeah. You know, which actually is just as important in a rock star as as being sort of together. Yeah. is in a prime minister. Although brilliant, you get some rock, rock stars who totally pull off both yeah i mean i mentioned cheese because it didn't someone like damon albarn or something is uh, he's one of the other blur members oh, yeah. Yeah. i'm thinking about rod stewart right who if ever there was a rock star who who lived that rock star lifestyle definitely rod stewart yeah but also really into his model trains yeah. um like massively into them but maybe not quite at the same times or maybe i'm not sure oddly though i wouldn't say that rod stewart i love him he's a great musician mm. Um, I wouldn't have said he was at the cooler end of the rock star spectrum. Um, well, I think looking from our standpoint now, and especially as a child growing up when we kind of did, because I always thought he was super naff. Because mm, that's I, what I mean. I only became well, aware much like of Stevie Wonder and Elton John were. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but with someone like Ross Stewart, I only became aware of him uh, with Do You Think I'm Sexy, hmm. right? By which time, I, his credibility, I would say, is well on the way down and had been it's in the late 70s. Song, though. Um, uh, but um, but then when you look at him with the new faces, great songs at the top of his game, worldwide phenomenon, 
um, proper rock star. Mm. And so maybe I just think I was just slightly late for him. I think he probably, but he's definitely a bit naff now, of course. But um, I've lost my point. But um, where, where do we want to go? Because Well, I, there's a few things I've still got, I've got on my list of, of potential theories and explanations. So we discussed the the fact that it might be a signal of, of a kind of, undesirable trait which i think is interesting the the different the types of responsibility that they have that may also be underlying it um it, yeah so so um but i i actually wanted to return to the hypocrisy point because this is well not return to but sort of unpick that a bit because i think there's two two types of hypocrisy floating about here and i think it's worth making a distinction between them um so, you know, I was saying perhaps we wanted them to do it in uh, private, but mm. not necessarily in public. There's a sort of mm. dignity element. You know, we don't we know that the Queen does a poo, but we don't want to, her to do it in public. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, that we, would be quite a ceremony <laughs> for the opening of Parliament, wouldn't it? And definitely not now. We don't want to do it. Um, so so there's, you know, there's, there's that sort of is that hypocritical? It might be to the extent that someone is sort of claiming that that isn't happening. So, so now if if um, you know Santa Maria, now th and this is where I think it might depend on the person. It might depend on the prime minister. My impression of Santa Marin, and I know nothing whatsoever about Finnish politics. I know nothing about her other than you know having seen her on the news. Hmm. But my impression is she presents quite an earnest ah sort of. In public image, okay. right? I don't think anyone would bat an eyelid at seeing Boris Johnson at a party dancing. Right. Yeah, he would be dancing in an embarrassing dad-like way, but that would work. Yeah, it would fit. It would totally fit, and I don't think it would be problematic. Whereas I feel like someone whose persona is more earnest and more caring, say, and, and, and as I said, I'm not even sure. This is just my impression of of you know having sort of read about. Her. Um, it might, people might be detecting a level of hypocrisy. Like, you know, if you really cared that much, you should be in that room crying about the homeless people. So, mm. like, in a way, and this the gives a real pass to mm. scumbag politicians who, who don't claim anything other than to be motivated by, you know, the jollies like, like Boris Johnson. Yeah. Um, because they can get away with it. And you might say that someone like Donald Trump can get away with it because yeah. they're not claiming to be anything other than... It's kind of baked well, well, whereas, uh, whereas someone like, um, someone mm. like Hillary Clinton... You might say, actually, it does feel a bit like you're you're sort of giving an, your, an image. Your brand is, is sobriety. Is better is is sobriety, but also is is slightly holier than holier than now. Yeah, yeah. you know, and 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 certainly and presented herself a little bit of that calling, talking about the unmentionables and that kind of yeah. thing. It's like I am slightly better than those other people. Yeah. Whereas Donald Trump, I think, you know, for all his whatever you might think of him, there is an there is a kind of honesty about him i think you know mm. a kind of unrestrainedness mm. um which means that it's very difficult to be hypocritical yeah yeah um before chris comes in it just makes me think of that that point we made that time about those penguins getting rescued you know by oh, the cameraman these penguins. i know um but you know if the camera crew hadn't been there what well, you know the penguins would have been stuck down there no matter mm. what and, like it, and it just goes down back to i have no idea whether it's relevant or not but talking about what's private what's public whether someone's filming it or not what's real um yeah i mean presumably she's been to loads of parties um 
and does all the time, but there's just not people with, with mobile phone filming it there. And I don't know how relevant that is, but anyway. Well, it is relevant, and we'll get to that right. in a sec. Chris. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, I think there are parallels here on the hypocrisy point and the fun point uh, with uh, politicians' private lives. Mm. Um, and so, you know, one of the reasons there was so much Ferrari afterwards when it emerged that um, John Major had had an affair with Edwina Curry mm. was that a central plank of um, Tory policy was about this idea of back to basics yeah. and, you know, sort of uh, uh, moral traditionalism. Yeah. I think he'd left um, office by the time mm. that came out, though. Yes, it had, yeah. exactly. But, 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 but the reason, the time, the reason there were why, loads of scandals. Why yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, exactly. it, it jarred. Um, yeah. uh, but, um, uh, but if you look at Liz Truss, who became... Uh, Prime Minister, you know, with it being public on public record that she'd had an extramarital uh, affair mm. at some mm. point, um, in you know that that didn't really feature in any way, shape, or form. You know, her yeah, demise but, had nothing to do with that. If right? it had and, been Jeremy Corbyn, she'd had the affair with, yeah, could have been a different story. That would have been uh, an interesting match. Um, but uh, yeah, but the, and I think I feel like where we've gone with uh, this is quite an interesting phenomenon. Where we've gone with the private lives of politicians, it would have been the case that an affair was a career-ending mm -hmm. thing in the up to the eighties, nineties, yeah. maybe. Now yeah. it's now it's definitely not. Yeah. Um, but on the fun front, yeah. it feels like we have much much tighter boundaries on on what we expect of politics. You know, fun is. It, it seems to have been leveled right down. Whereas if you look back at, you know, sort of Churchill and, you know, was, was f famously a drunk, right? You know, and, and uh, but, but. And the perfumer affair and, and the, the revelations yeah. surrounding it about the lifestyles of the elite. Right. You know? So, so there, there was more latitude for fun, less, less latitude for sin. I suppose. Whereas now I feel like we've gone the other way round. Whereas sin you know, is okay. Yes, in in in, in terms fun. of um, certainly in terms of personal relationships yeah. and so on. Um, that's I, I wonder it, yeah. if that is because it's more documented. Like I wonder if that's because now with mobile, yeah, we, we can just we can film the private lives of politicians, so we see them more, so we can make more judgments about them. Whereas before they were just sort of like folklore or mythology or you know that we kind of maybe you're never actually going to see never going to see it yeah right drunk. and there's yeah there are all these stories about prime ministers who were rarely in parliament you know mm. spent a lot of time at you know checkers twiddling their thumbs or, or whatever and then yeah, came downing in for, bottles of port yeah, yeah. exactly yeah no yeah. i think i think that's right i think we have unbelievable we we essentially i think part of the issue is we expect a prime minister to be 24 7 on duty mm. and it's a dereliction of duty when they're not you know reading through papers to do with with being a promise that's what we expect and that seems to me to be the problem a wholly unrealistic expectation and, and, and like do we really want people in charge who are doing nothing all day other than coming up with policy and running government i mean that sounds like a recipe for disaster to me yeah yeah um, well, well yeah and round, i, I but round I, us off a bit well now. i know it's really just a wider point about this this you know the that that it, there really isn't very much unless you're locked in a room e.g the toilet there really isn't much privacy anywhere now you can't there's no such thing as a private party everyone's got a mobile phone you know anything you do might be exposed and what 
and and I think the the wider point there is if you think about you know this trend of sort of people um, having their pasts on social media and and what we expect say of a um, of a, a you know a, a job applicant or something and you look on social media and you discover that they've got all this fun, all this stuff that you probably did mm. pr- um, probably curated but and nowhere near as bad yeah. but well yeah but the, so in a way like you just have to lower your expectations and in a sense it sort of exposed the fact that actually we're all probably more similar than than perhaps we thought we might have thought well i'm a bit of a party guy but you know the the prime minister is really boring no turns out prime ministers like to have fun like everyone else you know and all those people who had squeaky clean cvs you know 30 years ago well now you you know if they'd have had social media we'd have we'd have seen all kinds of things on there and uh, i suppose i'm saying the standards the sense of the those expectations just have to fall they can't not we can't we 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 can't maintain a level of expectation about behavior that doesn't exist you know whereas we could we could 50 years ago we could believe that you know um uh churchill was in in his office all day you know doing work and no one was going to tell us otherwise now we can't believe that we can't fool ourselves yeah also, by the way, one of the great things about which Churchill has so many different hobbies. One of them, of course, is building brick walls. <laughs> he really liked. Do you, do you know this? No. No. Yeah, it's he awesome. Loved, he loved doing a brick wall. <laughs> and so there's pictures of him at um, uh, what, what was the name of the checkers? Yeah, in the garden there. And you can see if you were to Google it, and there he is, just building a little wall. But, but not an iron curtain. But not an iron curtain, <laughs> no, indeed. Um, so, and that's before we even go to painting and writing and so on. Um, okay, um, so, so here's a question. Um, just thinking about prime ministers, um, which prime minister do you think, in, in an age of social media, had stuff been, had the chance to be recorded and, and shown, um, do you think would have most interesting feed or the interesting backstory, the most revelatory, surprising um, stuff being dug out of their social media past. Maybe it is someone who is in this age of social media. This British Prime Minister. Hey, no, any, any, you know what, any kind of leader, one. as you like. Um, Australian, I would say Bob Hawke, probably. Mm. Oh, yeah. He was 80s, was wasn't sort he? Of yeah, yeah, 80s. Uh, He's the one who put his hand around the Queen's waist, isn't he? <gasps> yeah, he touched the Queen. Um, yeah, yeah, and he, I, was, he was sort of an. He was he was known to be. Yeah, he, he like he he was big into his drinking, um, and yeah, I think had social media been around, there would have been a lot of um, scandalous photographs and and stories. Of, but uh, Australians of like him. that, right? I yeah, feel like, like Australians that. really respect. He's a real larrikin. Well, yeah, yeah is, and I guess is that the word? It, it, yeah, and right. it comes back to that authenticity thing, I suppose, because people believe that that was actually what he was like. That it wasn't yeah. a performance. Mm. That he was actually just doing. He he just he, he was himself, and then he became prime minister, and he just continued that. So that that hit quite well. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, um, uh, Chris. I think I'm going to go for um, Thomas Jefferson. Okay. Uh, I think that he, I think his a, a political career would have been unsustainable for him had his, you know, sort of formative. I don't view, know much about on, him, if I'm honest. Well, it's it's. It, I think more in in the. I mean, he was obviously a um, well-known slave owner, mm. you know, and and I think that wouldn't go down well on social media. <laughs> no. N- n- well, quite, and I think I think all of. All of his actual views would have been documented. That's that's the point. And so you know, this figure who who is you know um, 
so central to to the American creation myth. I think you would have actually, I, I mean, it's, you know, his views are known, but there would have been much more of them. And I think they would have been much more personal. And I, I think, um, yeah, it, it would have been impossible to, to hold him up as a figure of, um, uh, you know, to, to be lauded in the way that he is in, in American history, if, if that had all been exposed. Sure. Okay. Yep. Um, just briefly, um, so for me, some who are definitely not, who would have really boring social media, um, I think Clement Attlee, probably, didn't have much going on um, in his private life. Um, uh, so he's one. Um, Theresa May, famously a bit, bit boring, not much going on. Yeah, the most exciting thing she could come up with from her naughty behaviour from the stealing? past was running through a cornfield. <laughs> that didn't belong to her. <laughs> Exactly. So that's a bit, you know, not, that's not going to get many likes on um, no, on, no. on Facebook. Um, some leaders, I don't know much about him, F.D. Roosevelt. So I know that he had all sorts of, you know, fun and extramarital affairs and all. So his probably wouldn't have been good. Winston Churchill, quite a backstory. We obviously all think of being, you know, mm. you know, um, Battle of Britain and so on. But incredible life. And I'm, I'm sure much of it just wouldn't look good on social media. But probably top of the of the pile has got to be... Um, um, King Edward the Edward the Seventh, which I've written seventh, down as my you? own ed, ed, entry. Yeah. So you've just nicked that have one I? after already doing about five others. This <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fraser's constant, constant yeah. thing is yeah. Oh, right, I want you all to name <laughs> just one. Yeah, yeah. You're not allowed to more than one. one number between one and five. Yeah. Uh, mine's one, two, three, four, and five. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, just famously. Well, look, debauched, and look. Well, you go for it, Nick. Why? So, you, yeah. I mean, as specifically, I think, as the Prince of Wales. Yes. But although he is, his most famous quote is, and 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 of course, he represents the Edwardian, this sort of vanished golden age. Yeah. I think of sort of p between Victoria and World War One. Yeah. And so he symbolises this fantastic time, this sort of you know beginning of the century. Um, but his most famous quote was, you know, after uh, years of Victoria being official in mourning and people having to be all serious and yeah. somber um, said gentlemen you may smoke at you know a, a, a public dinner which symbolized that he was saying well let your hair down now you know it's time to have fun but yes when he when he was a younger man yeah. and frequented the brothels of Paris he apparently had a, um, His own a special thing special sex chair yeah. yeah with like various <laughs> foot rests I'd need to I've, I've seen it I yeah. still can't work it out um, whoever the carpenter was was a genius or a, or a, certainly an anatomist of, of Renown, but um, but uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, as you say, you know, I, th I think we're we're um, spared, I suppose, in one sense, but also deprived of the thinking about those leaders of the past, and perhaps gives us an unrealistic uh, set of expectations. Because actually, you know, when you find out about the sex chair, you're inclined to say, well, you know, Theresa May running through a field doesn't seem so bad. <laughs> Yeah, God, perish the thought of... Anyway, I don't even want to go down that, yeah. All right, uh, nice. Okay, we'll stop there. Um, that was fun. Um, thank you, as always, for listening to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast. I'm Fraser McGrew. We've been here with Nick Hare, Chris Ragg, and Jordan Fermanis of Valif Insights. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.